Day six, the fourth story of the Decameron. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Ruth Golding. The Decameron by Giovanni Boccaccio, translated by J. M. Rigg. Day six, the fourth story. Chichibio, cook to Corrado Gianfigliazzi, owes his safety to a ready answer, whereby he converts Corrado's wrath into laughter, and evades the evil fate with which Corrado had threatened him. Lauretta being now silent, all loaded Nonna to the skies, after which Neifila received the Queen's command to follow suit, and thus began. Albeit loving ladies, ready wit not seldom ministers words apt and excellent and congruous with the circumstances of the speakers, tis also true that fortune at times comes to the aid of the timid, and unexpectedly sets words upon the tongue which in a quiet hour the speaker could never have found for himself. The which tis my purpose to show you by my story. Corrado Gianfigliazzi, as the eyes and ears of each of you may bear witness, has ever been a noble citizen of our city, open-handed and magnificent, and one that lived as a gentleman should with hounds and hawks, in which, to say nothing at present of more important matters, he found unfailing delight. Now, having one day hard by Peretola dispatched a crane with one of his falcons, Finding it young and plump, he sent it to his excellent cook, a Venetian, Kikibio by name, bidding him roast it for supper, and make a dainty dish of it. Kikibio, who looked, as he was, a very green head, had dressed the crane and set it to the fire, and was cooking it carefully, when, the bird being all but roasted, and the fumes of the cooking very strong, it so chanced that a girl, Brunetta by name, that lived in the same street, and of whom Kikibio was greatly enamoured, came into the kitchen, and perceiving the smell and seeing the bird, began coaxing Kikibio to give her a thigh. By way of answer, Kikibio fell a-singing, "'You get it not from me, Madame Brunetta, you get it not from me!' whereat Madame Brunetta was offended, and said to him, "'By God, if thou givest it me not, thou shalt never have aught from me to pleasure thee.' In short, there was not a little altercation, and in the end Kikibio, fain not to vex his mistress, cut off one of the crane's thighs, and gave it to her. So the bird was set before Corrado and some strangers that he had at table with him and Corrado, observing that it had but one thigh, was surprised, and sent for Kikibio, and demanded of him what was become of the missing thigh. Whereto the mendacious Venetian answered readily, "'The crane, sir, has but one thigh and one leg.' "'What the devil!' rejoined Corrado in a rage. "'So the crane has but one thigh and one leg. "'Thinkst thou I never saw crane before this?' "'But Kikibio continued, "'Tis even so as I say, sir, and so please you, "'I will show you that so it is in the living bird.' "'Corrado had too much respect for his guests to pursue the topic. "'He only said, 
since thou promisest to show me in the living bird what I have never seen or heard tell of, I bid thee do so to-morrow, and I shall be satisfied. But if thou fail, I swear to thee by the body of Christ that I will serve thee so that thou shalt ruefully remember my name for the rest of thy days. No more was said of the matter that evening. But on the morrow at daybreak, Corrado, who had by no means slept off his wrath, got up still swelling therewith, and ordered his horses, mounted Kikibio on a hackney, and saying to him, we shall soon see which of us lied yesternight, thou or I, set off with him for a place where there was much water, beside which there were always cranes to be seen about dawn. Kikibio, observing that Corrado's ire was unabated, and knowing not how to bolster up his lie, rode by Corrado's side in a state of the utmost trepidation, and would gladly, had he been able, have taken to flight. But, as he might not, he glanced now ahead, now aback, now aside, and saw everywhere naught but cranes standing on two feet. However, as they approached the river, the very first thing they saw upon the bank was a round dozen of cranes, standing each and all on one foot, as is their wont when asleep. When Kikibio presently pointed out to Corrado, saying, "'Now may you see well enough, sir, that tis true as I said yesternight, that the crane has but one thigh and one leg. Mark but how they stand over there.' Whereupon Corrado, "'Wait,' quoth he, "'and I will show thee that they have each thighs and legs twain.' So having drawn a little nigher to them, he ejaculated, "'Oh!' which caused the cranes to bring each the other foot to the ground, and after hopping a step or two, to take to flight. Corrado then turned to Kikibio, saying, "'How now, rogue? Art satisfied that the bird has thighs and legs twain?' Whereto Kikibio, all but beside himself with fear, made answer, "'Ay, sir, but you cried not, oh, ho, to our crane of yester-eve.' Had you done so, it would have popped its other thigh and foot forth, as these have done. Which answer Corrado so much relished, that all his wrath changed to jollity and laughter. Kikibio, quoth he, thou art right, indeed I ought to have so done. Thus did Kikibio, by his ready and jocund retort, arrest impending evil, and make his peace with his master. End of day six, the fourth story. Recording by Ruth Golding.